Hey guys, thanks for tuning in the podcast. Um, I'm super stoked of the response I'm getting. Yeah, I dropped like five podcasts in two days. I just had a lot to say, but you know, I'm getting hit by this radiation shit and people are tampering with my food constantly and it, you know, I'm just fucking exhausted, man. You know, like, um, I just conversed with a dude lately and, um, just some dude listen to the podcast i engage with him um and then he texts me out of nowhere after not talking to him for like fucking three weeks a month just starts sending me all these fucking insults i don't know this dude i don't think about him ever but like just started texting me out of nowhere all these angry ass words like he was like my girlfriend arguing with me over time like i don't like grown a grown ass men come at me like that like and it was so stupid I entertained that shit, and then I'm, I was thinking about it just recently. You know, I get my phone number out, and I have to deal with some of these people sometimes. And, like, I never thought positive or negative about this dude at all. But, like, if I give you my phone number and I engage you or whatever, um, it's not like an invitation for you to be really crazy and toxic on me. But, uh, yeah, I've been getting some response for some people. And, um... Apparently this guy's going to, he's going to go start his own, his own better, uh, podcast. And I never even knew I was in a race. Here I am being fucking shit on by the U S government <laughs> and this, and, and apparently not, this guy is my rival now. Well, best of luck, bro. You know, uh, I, you know, considering I'm the, I'm the, uh, and like I said, this is not to brag. No one, I I wish I was not an expert at this shit. You know what I'm saying? It basically means I'm an expert at eating shit and having the shit kicked out of me by the U.S. government. But uh, if anybody knows anything about the stolen valor um, um, culture on the Internet, um, good luck with your stolen valor 2.0 podcast. Aside from that, I love all other 50,000 plus of you guys now officially. You know, we are getting up there. Now we're over the over the hill, over 50,000 listeners so dope um it's just because people are sharing the podcast and um you know as long as i keep you know sharing the truth with you guys and sharing my knowledge and whatever um obviously that's why you guys keep coming back wouldn't have grown from nothing for no reason and then i also appreciate you guys in the comments trying to help me solve my problem that's so nice of you um you know i did think you know it was some um, you have to understand when you're going through this, the U.S. government, they love to use, it's called the false sword technique. I got a whole podcast about it, but they love to use, they love to get other groups other than them, um, excited to, and, and, and riled up. And they eventually, essentially try to get other people to fuck you up. And since the U.S. government controls the media and they control the internet and flow of information and they have things like that signature reduction group, you know, like the Pentagon has, and that's just one of the, the, the groups that we know of. Um, they, and they know a lot about basic bitch behavioral science, which I've t- taught you guys. They, you know, encourage people to fuck you up. Um, I'm, I always talk about group A and group B people. And like, it's crazy. I just go around town and there's just like this group of morons who follow me around. Um, some of them are like cartel thugs. Some of them are just like idiots. Some of them are like cops, kids, you know, um, 
Some of them are just like bros, you know, I guess that's a term here in California, maybe not be a national term, but bros are just kind of like flat brim cap, kind of SoCal white boys, I guess. Um, you know, they, 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 they have a lot of affliction t-shirts and they have a, they have, um, a body lift on their, on their truck kind of thing. So I get fucked with those bros, but you know, this radiation shit, I mean, you have to really understand, like you have to know people to get a hold of this shit. Um, the best way I can describe and, but like I said, I appreciate you guys trying to help me figure out who started. It's, it's just U.S. government. Like, they took their mask, you know what I'm saying? The, the U.S. government took their mask off. The federal government took their mask off when they shot that actor denial service weapon at me 350 miles away from my hometown. Was, because I was walking towards the L.A. Times building. Um, the U.S. government took their mask off when they were censoring everything I posted online about plane crashes. Um, the U.S. government took their mask off when I walked into the Department of Homeland Security building and they blasted me hardcore with radiation on the federal campus here in San Diego. So it's the federal government. It's just since the federal government knows how to manipulate people and knows how to manipulate different demographics and start rumors, etc. It's the same way like the Russians. You remember, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I think the Rogan Show talks about it a lot, Be about how like the Russians set up these... They, they they run most of the Christian Facebook groups and then they set up a fake group of like of like um, a Muslims or something uh, a Muslim Facebook group and they're gonna do a, a rally and then they also set up a Christian rally across the street from the Muslim rally or something like that and they just so dissent but they not but even the Russian governments can foreign governments can so dissent within our own country. So you have to understand the U.S. government's very, very well trained at trying to manipulate its own people. And the best way I can put it is like, like, you know, I always say group A and group B people. Group A people being the people who are incentivized, whether that be, you know, the local cops who maybe fucked you over. Um, I come from a military town. So a lot of people were here work with the government, work in the military, work in government monitoring kind of police state positions etc a lot of u.s government jobs that require clearance like a fuck ton san diego has a large concentration of military military personnel military contractors retired military former military in the world so that's a big culture here lots of former cops become uh lots of former military become cops um my dad was former navy um unfortunately you know he died from a, a work hazard back in the 80s but um yeah, but you have to think of it like this, you know, the U.S. government sows discontent and pays thugs, etc. to spin tales about you, and those people are from Group A. They're local gangsters, they're the cops who are trying to help cover up shit, they're the Department of Homeland Security contractors that are then tasked with making sure that you don't come up for air. After the U.S. government comes in and fucks your life, that's usually how it works. First, the government comes in, and then they just maintain. Um, and then there's Group B people, like the villagers, etc. The people that you know they know have stupid written on their forehead, and they get a lot of people riled up, and they pump their tires up. And the best way I can put it is like Group A encourages Group B, but they know that Group B won't do something to a person unless they think they're a bad man. 
So you know how like when you're when you're growing up and you help your mom get the groceries out of the car and she's like, mm, there's my big man. So strong. Oh my gosh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how like these corrupt cops and these innocent and these DHS contractors and these local thugs are getting paid to do this to you, or at least to me. That's how they do. They they encourage the villagers, they make them think they're on the inside of something, and you know, it, they're and they're just like your mom, like, oh my gosh, this big man, you're really cleaning up the neighborhood. Oh my gosh, you're such a big boy. Like, that's essentially kind of what how it's working. If you want to break it down to its little bitty parts, and you know, it's just, and then the group B people, you know, the villagers, they do walk around. They're like, yeah, I am. I do. I am running this place. I'm really cleaning things up around here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like you're a little kid. You're like, yeah, I am really strong. I carry two milks. Like, that's kind of what it is. And it's super pathetic because these are all grown adults. And just everyone wants to believe that they're a snowflake. Everyone wants to believe that they're on, on the inside of something special. And there's no way they could be lied to or whatever. But they do that a lot to a lot of different groups. And, you know, but I appreciate you guys trying to help me, you know, solve this. So it's super cool. I, I Dude, I totally appreciate anybody trying to put a foot forward to help this stop happening. It's just happening every day. I mean, shit, I haven't done the news in like a week and a half. Um, just, I just so burn out, you know, some, like I, I told you in some podcast, sometimes I just think about how I'm going to get through this day. You know, they really kind of put their boot on me. It sucks. So, all I can do, yeah, take each day at a time. But I appreciate you guys trying to help. But, you know, luckily I have this podcast where I can keep all the stuff that I find. You know what I'm saying? And this is, it's literally just, you know, the best way I can liken this podcast to is um, there's this one doctor. There's this goldsmith in India who committed suicide by taking cyanide. And, uh... He's the only person in recorded history to, as he was dying from cyanide after he took it, describe the taste in his suicide note, saying it tasted acrid and tasted like almonds. Um, I kind of fucking like in this podcast, too, as I'm, well, I don't know, man. As I'm going through this horrible thing, I'm just kind of describing what the fucking torment is and then researching it before I come and bring you guys the notes. It is what it is anyways um but yeah i appreciate you guys trying to help but but yeah it's definitely like these criminal government employees telling these local morons like oh my god my big boy you're really cleaning up the place (laughs) you know you brought in both milks (laughs) and it kind of sucks because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy like you know i'm saying one reinforces the other and then um, one group doesn't realize the other people are trying to, um, encourage them to help them get rid of somebody, but do it in a way where, um, it allows them to do this stuff to me in public with, uh, little consequences if people ask questions, but yeah, definitely these contractors, these local thugs who are gotten paid and these like corrupt law enforcement. It's definitely like when your mom would encourage her big man for bringing in all the groceries (laughs) to group B people. And they all just think they're good boys and they're heroes. And it's it's unfortunate. But the amount of attention I get, I mean, they're all hours of the day I get fucked with now at this point. Um, You have to understand 
people have to go to work, they have jobs, etc. These people are, um, the, the, the level of attention and hyper obsession, um, could only come from somebody who could afford to do that. Meaning they, that's by doing this to me, it's their source of income. That's how much attention I get. So it's just, it's just the federal government. Me. But I appreciate you guys' help. Totally, I do. But anyways, I want to talk to you about... Um, so something happened to me when I was in jail. And um, I want to tell you, you know, I was had a misconception about what was happening until... I had, like I said, every once in a while, I have these little angels come into my life and kind of just, they don't ask anything from me. They just kind of present me with information and then, you know what I'm saying? Leave it up to me whether or not, you know, it, it matches up or whatever. They're just trying to help me kind of do my homework, you know? Oh, I heard this from here or whatever. They kind of give me tips and then see if it matches up, you know? But um, something I noticed, and they might do it to you, is I don't know if you know, if you know, but... Uh, now post pandemic, you know, um, there are ways for you to supersede CCTV. Remember how everyone had masks on, etc. And so there are ways that you can essentially run away from, you know, your captors. I guess you know, I'm in this, um, these uh, these contractors, whatever these people who are tracking me wherever I go, either by my phone or by CCTV, you know, when I go into the city or if I use public transport to, to leave an area or whatever, they just, they just keep tracking you 24 seven. But what they did and in jail, I misunderstood what they were doing to me because I woke up and my ear was bleeding. And then, um, like I said, like I said, I'll have some people every once in a while come in and help me with my homework, so to speak. But you know, if it seems to match up and usually when I get a tip, I wait a while, man. I don't just swallow it and be like, this is what it is. You know, like I have to, there's a lot of trial and error and then, you know, researching it full further. But now in the post pandemic era, mask wearing is becoming a little more um, commonplace. And even after pandemic measures have been lifted or whatever, uh, many offices say it's still okay to wear a mask if it makes you feel safe, as long as you come in and do your job, you know. I can understand that and what have you. Um, but now in that world, if if you are somebody who they want to keep track of, a mask could keep it so you can run around and they could not know who you are. And, you know, I know a lot of CCTV tracks your gait. Like it, it can, your gait, believe it or not, how you walk, the gait that you walk, whatever, is basically a fingerprint. So, um... You know, that can be used to identify you even if they can't see you from your mask. And if you have a mask and sunglasses and a hat on. How are they going to identify you? And basically, what they did when I was in jail, I didn't realize, is, is the reason why I woke up and the side of my head was bleeding is because they were carving out a divot in my ear. Because you can identify people on CCTV by their ears. And... There are ways that you can supersede, you know, your gate. Your gate is usually used as a backup method to identify you by putting things like even Julian Assange did this when he tried to approach the Ecuadorian embassy before he got dragged out uh, like seven years later. Is he put a rock in his shoe because what the rock in his shoe does is it, 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 
enabled him to beat CCT out CCTV algorithms that had his gate fingerprint on file. Because if you walk with a rock in your shoe, you're going to walk different. So there are ways to supersede that. So when I was in jail, they marked my ear. They cut into my ear when I was sleeping. Um, and it was basically because they wanted to use that as a fingerprint. So no matter what, if I was wearing a mask and sunglasses and, you know, if I did something like did some did something to modify my gait, they'd be able to identify me. It's some pretty fucked up shit, but, um, you know, it is what it is. But I don't just want to come and say that to you. I want to give you a source to show you that's the truth because, yeah. So this is, um, this article I'm going to bring to you, um, This is from Wired Magazine, 2010. It says, uh, and you can look this up too yourself. Um, it's Wired Magazine. And then ears could make better unique IDs and fingerprints. So if you want to Google it yourself, so you, you know this is uh, a legitimate source. But on the Planet Hosting, this is 2010. So the numbers might be a little less, but it says on a planet hosting 6.7 billion human beings, having proof you're unique is, one, is a tantamount importance. The ear, it turns out, may be the best identification yet through a new shape-finding algorithm called Image Ray Transform, which boasts a 99.6% accuracy according to a study um, at the International Conference on Biometrics. Uh, through a new shape-finding algorithm called Image Ray Transform, which boasts 99% uh, accuracy, according to a study presented by the IEEE. Um, the outer ear may pr prove to be one of the most accurate, least intrusive ways to identify people. Uh, fingerprint databases of U.S. government agencies store the records of more than 100 million people, but prints can rub off or calluses over hard or repetitive labor with the advent of computer vision researchers identifying and identification industries are seeking easier and more robust biometrics to get their hands on. So that's basically what they were doing. They were, because when I remember when I went to jail, they went and like, I went to jail and they fingerprinted me and everything. But then in the middle of the night, these guys woke me up and then they had me do like, all of a sudden these cops woke me up. They dragged me, they told me to get up. And then they dragged me to the special um, scanner where they scan my face. They scan my irises. Um, then they told me to, and they wanted me to give full hand prints and they had me do it and do it over and again and do it over again and do it over again. So they had me do it like three times. Like, and I came in over an argument about a plastic bag. They slapped me a hundred thousand dollars bail. Um, they fucking slapped two felonies on me that, you know what I'm saying? They, they refused to even refer to the camera footage. And then they told me, you know, you guys know all that mess. I told you before. But I remember leaving jail and the night before or I left jail, there was a notch taken out of my ear. And I was so curious what the fuck was going on. And I'd wake up and there was, you know, a notch taken. It was because they wanted to identify me in case I tried to run. Remember how I was telling you how they were shooting this radiation shit into my lower spine because it would make it so I could not run away, run away fast or whatever, because they're trying to limit my mobility in case I just because... There's a lot of people, there's contractors who make money babysitting me. I'm, you know, what if I run and all of a sudden now they're not, they're not keeping an eye on me or whatever. And these guys are making fat stacks, bro. Like, so I'm, I'm an economy. I'm fucking paying mortgages. 
Anyways, long story longer, they notched my ear in jail when I was sleeping. I remember I fucking slept hard the first night. And usually, you know, when you sleep in a new place, you stay up, believe it or not. So it was weird. Um, I don't know what, you know, what was done to maybe ensure that. But I didn't feel fucking taking a huge chunk out of my ear. Um, but that's what they did it for. They did it so even if I had a mask and glasses and what, and I did something to modify my gait, like put a rock in my shoe, they could still identify me and track me down. That's something you need to worry about because um, they might do that to you. Or if you wake up and you find that there's a notch taken out of your ear, that's most likely what happened is they want to make sure, like, and like I said, if you're in this program for being a whistleblower or somebody of importance to the government or the military or whatever, there's a high chance that they might do that to ensure that they can track you wherever you go, especially if you cover your face with a mask, because now it's normalized. You know what I'm saying? You can cover your face up. No one's going to think you're trying to rob a liquor store. You know what I'm saying? You need masks, sunglasses, and a hat. I mean, celebrities have been doing it without the mask. They A lot of celebrities get away, walk around town you know, with hat and sunglasses, no makeup or whatever. But you add a mask to that, it's going to be pretty hard for, you know, and that doesn't look suspicious anymore. Um, so how are they going to do that in this age? Well, one of the most unique identifiers is your ears. Believe it or not, they're just as unique as a fingerprint. And it's basically like a fingerprint you can detect on CCTV. So that's something they did to me. You're going to have to, if you think that you're in this, you're in this program for one of those reasons, just understand if you wake up and that's been done to your ear, that's most likely wise because they want to make sure that under no circumstances can you run away or they can't find you and detect you. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, I'll just wear big cans and big headphones. Well, that's probably going to make you stick out. It's like a sore thumb. How many people walk around with those things? They can just tell the computer algorithm, oh, look for everyone with headphones and we'll see which one looks the most like the dude. Body size, whatever, right? Hair color. So, yeah, that's something you have to worry about. They did it to me while I was in jail. And then they did, like, full biometrics on me. I didn't even think about it. I was just so shocked that I was... That they use this opportunity to do all this fucked up shit to me. And then, yeah. But I guess that was just in case I survived. <laughs> just in case I survived. Because they were holding me on bullshit. You know? So if I would did go out, they'd still be able to track me. And still be able to make money from these contracts. That's essentially what's fueling at this point. I mean, the fucking the Bush and Cheney's uh, family's political legacy is over. I mean, the only real criminal activity now I know is the shit that happened to me, them stomping on my constitutional rights, and then, you know, how these local contractors and these local shitty cops are essentially using their government access and the cops being boots on the ground to essentially look into people's personal data and see who might be worth extorting. And then if that's unsuccessful, they will then just use their talents and their network to insulate them from consequences. The same way cops, when they kill people, they don't have to have consequences. Same thing happens to people in the private securities industry. You know, people who uh, do security contracting for the government, whether that be nationally or internationally for defense contracting. So those are my real problems now. Now that I witness them all commit major crimes, you know, the cover-up is always worse than the fucking crime. But yeah, 
watch out for that. They're going to be cutting notches in your ear. And if you wake up and you got a notch taken out of your ear, that's why. Because they want to make sure that if you run, they can identify you. And it, there's easy modifications that you can do to um, mitigate your gait fingerprint, which is a secondary way that they identify you. Um, and mask wearing now is kind of a ubiquitous non... Um, what do you call it? Suspicious means of, you know, daily attire. So, you know, that became an alternative for them to um, keep track of me. It sucks. But yeah, so that's something you have to keep, that you have to worry about. So if you do get a notch in your thing, you have probably have to understand, fuck, I probably got some real scary motherfuckers who are getting paid a lot of money to babysit me. You have to understand, for that money train to stop is a major shock to the system for these guys. They want, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers want me to still be seen as like, oh, possible terrorist threat. Well, they want to keep this money train going. Even though the threat to the people who I was a threat to is over. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to stop living in paradise? I mean, San Diego is fucking paradise. Um, some people argue Hawaii is. Well, Hawaii is humid. San Diego is not. Other than that. Um, they're getting paid to live in paradise. And they're getting paid buckets of money. Do you understand? Like, they don't want that to end. They don't want me to run away. So now I'm in this latter stage where I'm just being built for everything. And that whole attitude of no witness, no crime I tell you guys about most likely will suffice them. They're hoping to, I guess, why they keep pointing this radiation shit at me. Hoping that after the money train runs out, they'll probably get like a balloon payment from some sort of illegal policy or some shit. Like I said, they just, it's such a corrupt, people talk about the military industrial complex, but the police state, um, um, industrial complex is super corrupt too, man. And they, these are people who do, um, intelligence work, intelligence contracting. And just like when a cop does something wrong and they have a not qualified immunity and their cop buddies come and like protect them from consequences. And, you know, if they know they're being under investigation or going to get sued, like they'll have cops go down the street from the people who might be suing them. And, um, what do you call it? Listen into your conversations with like a stingray device. Like it's so corrupt. I mean, you really, to see the kind of blind protection they give cops, just look at the video online of, you know, when Derek Chauvin, after he killed George Floyd, that night, cops from all around the state, from different cities, whatever, arrived at Chauvin's house and formed a fucking wall around his house so he can sleep at night. Like, you have to understand that same kind of behavior happens to people who commit crimes in the, um, you know, um, police state industrial complex type of industry that sort of, that, that mirrors heavily of the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, military industrial complex now. And so they protect their own blindly the same way that corrupt cops protect their own blindly. And they're also making piles of cash. They can just keep finding excuses. You know, I, I've, I've read that really bullshit list. I've read that bullshit list to you guys about department of Homeland security, uh, qualifications to keep you on a watch list or whatever. I mean, these are people making their Corvette payments. They're living in fucking paradise. Um, they don't want that to end and they want to be able to find me. So they cut a notch out of my ear. And then, like I said, so I had somebody help me with my homework. 
he let me know why that happened and I did some more research on it and whatever and I tried and I experimented with it and sure enough yeah it's so they can identify me pretty crazy but yeah so if you get somebody cut a notch in your ear you should probably understand you're probably in a more serious situation than you think I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.